this is a fun passage for a celebration of baptism and a, a celebration of just changes and growth in life. This is John chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. And Jesus answered him, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above or born again. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What's born of the flesh is flesh, and what's born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. And Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, if this passage confuses you a little bit, welcome, because it's supposed to. I, uh, as I have listened, as Kayla has become a student of the world, and realized how to try and help talk about things that we take for granted in faith, I'm taken back to a passage like this that just puts me in that born all over again spirit. If, as people who are parents recognize, or if you just in any relationship, as soon as you get a handle on it, it changes and then you're incompetent all over again. And so every stage of life, we grow to this new place of being confused. And so I, I pulled out a couple of, uh, well, I just, this one is one of my favorites, a story about what it's like to be confused about a guy who decided to take up skydiving and he listened intently to the instructor before the class and he said, you know, when you jump, count to 10, pull the rip cord and your chute will open and you'll float down to earth. Now, for some reason, the chute doesn't open. Don't worry, just pull this handle here. It's your emergency rip cord and your chute will open and you'll float right down. Any questions? He said, sir, after we land, we're gonna be 30 miles out. How are we gonna get back to where we started from? He said, well, don't worry, there'll be a truck there. And he said, okay, well, good. Then he felt better. He had every part covered, rib cord, emergency rib cord. So he jumps out, counts to 10, pulls the rib cord, nothing. Floats on down, says, that's okay. I got my emergency back up. And he reaches and pulls it, nothing. And he thinks to himself, I bet that truck's not going to be there either. <laughs> Just didn't get it. I got a couple more. Driver of a clunky convertible was riding around the country with his top down and a Rolls Royce sedan came around the corner and uh, he was riding a little close and, and he heard the lady yell out, pig! And he yelled back, yo cow! And then he ran in the corner and hit a pig. See, he... Yeah, not as good as the truck, I guess. Um... Right, so a guy pulled, was pulled over and he... Uh in a small rural town, and he says, you're, you're going to jail because it says here that you're supposed to be wearing glasses. And he says, don't need them. I got contacts. He says, I don't care who you know. <laughs> All right, I quit. I'm done. 
Point is, that's what it felt like to be Nicodemus. You think you get it. And then you find out God's just playing some joke on you. So Nicodemus looks at Jesus and he is thinking about, okay, here is a guy who is righteous, but the problem is he's not living like a righteous guy. We've got all this, the questions about virus and who do you touch and how do you not touch and what contact do you make? Jesus ignored all their laws on that. And, and, and to understand how some of these laws develop, in, um, if you ever get to go to Haiti, you will see that people are the, the cleanest clothes you will ever see. And some of that comes from the idea that if your clothes weren't clean, voodoo would get you. But really it was the germs. And so that practice became common. And so there was a lot of this in this religious practice for Jesus' day about people who were clean and unclean. So if you didn't want to get leprosy, you just called them unclean and you didn't go around touching them. And the problem is that Jesus didn't keep up with those religious laws. And that's how they felt about sin. If you didn't want to be stuck and get, you know, in case God decided to punish a whole group of people, you didn't want to be in the room when God came down on them. Jesus didn't have those restrictions. And so when Nicodemus was labeling people as insiders and outsiders, who's good and who's bad, Jesus wasn't stuck with those categories. Uh, Laura gave me a book today by Rumi, the poet, and Rumi says, out beyond your ideas of right and wrong is a field, and I will meet you there. Because it's only until you stop labeling everybody as with you or against you or good or bad. Only when you stop doing those labels are you really going to be able to be in connection with somebody. Shoulder to shoulder or face to face. And so the challenge is for Nicodemus here is for us to enter the kingdom like children. And if you think about Jesus with the children, when he says you've got to come like a child... There's something to it. Irma Bombeck was a great writer, and she looked back over her way, her life, and she said, when did I lose that childlike sense of wonder? When did I look at a new puppy and only see puddles instead of something to love that would love me back? How long has it been since I looked at a piece of worthless broken glass and christened it a diamond because I had the power and the optimism to make something into anything I wanted it to be? The joys of eating snow and burnt marshmallows, burying myself in leaves, saving gum that had been chewed, throwing rocks, getting feet wet, kissing the dog, They've given way to greater expectations from life, none of which seemed to give me the same joy as those did. Don't even think of asking me to close my eyes and hold out my hand for a surprise for trust was one of the first things to go. Jesus says, trust me, I've got something wonderful for you. And Nicodemus is going, you sound like you're crazy. Jerry Seinfeld said, when you're in your 30s, it's hard to make a new friend because whatever the group you got now, that's kind of who you're going with. But when you were little, anybody in front of your house was a potential friend. Are you a grown-up? No, great, come on in. Let's go jumping down, up and down on my bed. You like cherry soda? I like cherry soda. Friedrich Buechner describes this childlike attitude this way. He said, I feel much of the time like a child. I get excited about the kinds of things that excite a 10-year-old. The first snow of the year, for instance, the smell of breakfast, buying things, especially books, which like a child, it's less important for me to read than simply to have. 
getting things in the mail, going to the movies, having somebody remember my name, remembering somebody's name, making a decent forehand in tennis, being praised, and of course, chocolate ice cream. Today we gather and we remember this passage of Nicodemus. We remember somebody who was crammed in his category, somebody who, whatever it is in life, had just taken that joy out of him. And we do so on a day when we not only celebrate baptism, but we're having a cowboy party. Something holy about it. Something holy about being able to play dress up, something holy about being able to be together, and something holy about being able to laugh. Somebody uh, who visited last week asked me about the church, and I said, the dominant emotion is usually laughter, and that's a sign of health. So enough talking for today. Just leave you with this one image. Laura Sinyard is now a grandmother, and her grandmother name is Lolly. I just was curious. But when you think you have to get it all together and when you can't figure out how to make your life work and when crazy things happen within the dynamics of family, just remember, the image of being a Christian is an infant, which means you are totally dependent. And the best thing you've got, if you have anything at all, is the power to reach up your arms and hope somebody grabs you. And the good news is, Nicodemus and the rest of us, God's going to grab hold of you and not let go. And really, that's all you need today. Let us pray. God, we are reaching, so grab hold of us as we seek to be people of your kingdom in this place and this time. But that's why we've come, that's why we've gathered. So we pray as we were taught, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and glory forever. Amen.